Okay, fuck nuts. Let's make this crystal clear. First, the views and opinions that are stated here are those of the host and do not represent the views of Felony in Progress, Cryovato Records, or Sunda Large. So if you do not like what the host is saying, you don't have to fucking listen to this broadcast. Second, this show contains strong and colorful language and is not intended for listeners under the age of 18. Got it? Good. Now enjoy the fucking show and leave me alone. greedy purveyors of the press plastic with the grooves layered ever so gently and the crust removed feels great to be back people um it's been a while i haven't had a new episode in a bit so i'm so happy to be back with you but uh i guess we're gonna go ahead and start with an email i'm gonna read one of my many emails i received from one of my more hateful fans yes i have fans that hate me and fans that love me people so uh this is what I'm, I'm, I'm not going to add a name or a place where he's from because, you know, I don't want to participate in the political discourse of cancel culture. I think it's fucking ridiculous, but um, you're not going to get the satisfaction out of me. So, uh, but I will say the dude is a fucking prick with a capital F and a capital P. So he starts off by saying, uh, I have listened to your show a couple of times, and all I hear out of your mouth is left-wing libtarp garbage. You badmouth our country. You play mostly musicians from other countries. Show some pride. Play American. You know, country and Western. <laughs> Give me a fucking break, guy. I stand with the proud, the strong, the Anglo, the true American white man, and the strong white woman. I will never apologize for creating the modern world. You and your Marxist-leaning <laughs> ass need to go. And the country needs to be returned for what God Almighty intended to be pulled for, to, to be ruled for whites by whites. What I refer to as to, to God, this, this guy's just a fucking weirdo. So I'm going to refer to him as fuck nut. Um, okay, shithead, let's start with the fact that I have never badmouthed this country. My father fought in Vietnam. Both my brothers were in Desert Storm. I. I love where I live, but, you know, there are definitely wrongs that need to be righted. And I'm not saying, you know, I love, you know, I love this country, but I do admit it's past. So, um, and I am aware of history and it's, and it's ugly and it's horrible and it's, it needs to be brought to the light so it can never happen again. Uh, next about the whole music thing. I don't know what the, f- I don't know where that comes from that I don't play American music. I play American music here constantly, dude. So I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but, um, and pride, 
you know, you got you got pride up your ass, dude. And that ain't that one of your seven deadlies from your fucking book. So, so fuck you and fuck your pride. So, um, and now, dude, coming, you know, I'm not gonna do country music, dude. It's just pop with a fucking dude with an acoustic guitar. It's not gonna fucking happen. I like old country, western. It's good stuff. But the new stuff nowadays it just sucks. So, ain't gonna happen. So. It's heir apparent that you do not understand the first rule of genetics. Split the gene, dumbass. So I give you two or maybe three generations, and you're a rolling, walking pile of drooling pus bags. So good luck with that. And you're, you know, your white power, and you're, you know, you're a fucking moron. So uh, I'm also not a Marxist who, uh, you know, I, I, do you even, do you know what a Marxist is? Because... You know, I, I, who am I to stand in any way making a buck, man? If you want to make money, do it. I'm not greedy. I make what I make to take care of my family and do the things that I like. And I don't need a shit ton of money. You know, I'm fine. So I do believe in responsible capitalism. And, and I do know the difference between socialist and totalitarian communism. So what the fuck, you know, on that note, I got one left, less thing to say to you is fuck you, dude. Just don't listen to my show. So, and remember, if you want to send me an email, you can at C-R-Y-O-V-A-T-O at gmail.com, and a reply is guaranteed. So, on with the show. Finally, we got rid of that fucking guy. So, um, I have wanted to do another one of these episodes since the very first open air sonar episode debuted, which was the love song one. And, you know, truthfully, I was... uh, I was disappointed with that one, so I don't really pump it up that much. So I'm going to try another love episode, but we're actually going to do this one right. And I'm even going to throw in some of the messier, dark stuff for you. So um, on that note, um, we'll get the ball rolling here with our first tune. Uh, Oh, this one will work. This is the 1969 release of Love Man from Otis Redding. You are listening to Open Air Sonar.
That was the 1969 posthumous release of Love Man from Otis Redding. And you know what, people? I am here to be your love man, okay? At least for this episode. But um, all joking aside, I am now a one-woman kind of guy who just so happens to be in love with his longtime wife. So I'm going to be on my best behavior. So uh, the album was part of a series of posthumous releases by Atco Records after Redding's mainstream reputation skyrocketed in the wake of his 67 death. And Love Man charted at the number 46 on the Billboard 200 and number 8 on the R&B albums. Um, in a review upon its 92 reissue, Ira Robbins of Entertainment Weekly said that Love Man was substantial songs soaked in instrumental spirit and topped off with Redding's emotional-packed vocals. Q Magazine wrote that it showcases Redding as an up-tempo, frantic, and frenetic best. And by contrast, All Music's Mark's Deming felt the album was flawed because of material that is weaker than his previous albums. What a dick. Anyway, even though it has Redding's indefatigable energy and conviction as a vocalist and an ever-indomitable groove of Steve Cooper, Al Jackson Jr., and the other members of the Stax record studio crew, Matthew Greenwald of All Music said that apart from sitting on the dock of the bay, the album's title track was one of Otis's finest and most commercial sides that he cut at the end of his brief career. So... Wherever you're at, my man, Madman from Macon, we'll be thinking of you, and thanks for the tunes. Okay, let's move on to our next song. This is the 1975 cut of I'm Not In Love by 10CC. Stick around, people. This is going to get good. And this is Open Air Sonar.
Okay. Wow. Uh, for a love song, that last three minutes was fucking torture. That was one of the worst experiences we've ever witnessed here at Open Air Sonar. And fuck, man, I'm glad we uh, got to experience that together. A good, shitty love song, I guess. That, that last three minutes of that song is like completely resonating in my fucking head. Um, but anyway, that was 10CC with their 1975 cut of I'm Not In Love. Um, so the song by Eric Stewart, he came up with the idea for the song after his wife, with whom he had been married to for eight years at that point, asked him why he did not say I love you more often to her. Stewart said, I had this crazy idea in my mind and that repeating those words would somehow degrade the meaning. So I told her, well, if I say it every day, I love you, darling, I love you, blah, blah, blah. It's not going to mean anything eventually. That statement led me to try to figure out another way of saying it. And the result that I chose was to say I'm not in love with you while subtly giving all the reasons throughout the song why I can never let go of this relationship. So very, very heartwarming. Thank you, Eric Stewart and 10CC for that fucking abomination. Okay, let's move on. Uh, Our next lovely installment here, I will give you Betty Swan's 1974 cut of You Can Kiss My Love Goodbye. This is Open Air Sonar. Stick around.
told you people we were going to get a little dirty on this one, so uh, I hope you like that one, people. That was the 1974 cut of Kiss My Love Goodbye from Betty Swan, and uh, she's just really giving that dude the fucking business on how shit's going to go down, right? But uh, anyway, uh, in 1964, uh, Swan started a solo singing career, changing her name to Betty Swan. At the promoting of a local DJ, A.I. Scott, Al became her manager, and after a minor hit with the self-penned Don't Wait Too Long, her big breakthrough came with Make Me Yours. In 1972, Swan transferred to Atlantic Records and had a pair of minor hits with Victim of a Foolish Heart. And um, and after leaving Money Records, she lived for a short time in Athens, and she continued to record until the mid-70s, but with little commercial success. Her last public performance was in 1980, the year her husband and manager, George Barton, died. Swan later changed her name to Betty Barton and began working as a teacher in Las Vegas. And she also became a Jehovah's Witness, so there's that one. But in 2015, multiple elements from the song Kiss My Love Goodbye were sampled in the Galanta single Peanut Butter Jelly. In 2019, Swan's Then You Can Tell Me Goodbye enjoyed resurgence in, of interest when it was used as the closing song in the finale of the second series of The End of the Fucking World. So... Thank you, Betty, for the hits. Uh, We always enjoy them here at Open Air Sonar. Uh, The next song that I have for you before the break, people, is The Persuaders with their 1971 cut, Thin Line Between Love and Hate. Let's get our hands dirty, people. This is Open Air Sonar. In the 
Persuaders with their 1971 cut of Thin Line Between Love and Hate and damn, her man done pushed her so hard that she gone lit that motherfucker up. But uh, the song was, <clears throat> excuse me, was written and produced by the Poindexter brothers, Robert and Richard, and was also co-written by Robert's wife, Jackie Members. Uh, the song tells the story of about a man coming home early in the morning to his understanding wife. Well, again, she wasn't too fucking understanding, right? But one too many times, I guess. And uh, after the song's bridge, he finds himself laying in a hospital bandaged from head to toe. She done lit him up, right? But anyway, I guess does that, you know, does the song speak to the, you know, the difference between love and obsession and infatuation? I don't know. I really don't fucking care because I have a pretty stable relationship and I don't do that kind of shit. So I guess we're going to go ahead and take a break now and come back and maybe I'll have something a little more lighthearted for you and uh, we'll get this show closed out. Thank you for listening to Open Air Sonar. Please come back. will never become one, although my love for you will forever reside. Hate is synonymous with love, but when inversed, the same phrase cannot be held in the same light. Love is not derived from hate, while hate cannot exist without love. It is like two facets of the same state two opposing ends of the same spectrum. Love to us comes easy enough, but it takes truly conscious effort to hate. Hate studied at the University of Love.
are you in love with him and not with me? I guess I am, George. You're going to marry him? Oh, wait a minute. I can handle this proposal from now, Sam. Kid, you really mean that? You haven't asked me anything yet. I wonder if I said the wrong thing. During the break, I, I pulled out that first rush pressing, man, and it's so fucking good. I just, I love it so much. It's probably one of the crown jewels of my rush collection. So, and for my loyal rush listeners out there, I, w- I am working on a show for rush. It's just, dude, you guys know how many fucking rush albums there are, right? There's fucking millions of them. So, give me some time. I will have it done in season three, I promise. So, welcome back to Open Air Sonar. On our journey through love and I don't know what the fuck, but uh, we're going to have a great time doing it, okay? Uh, and I'm grateful that I can keep my four listeners glued ooey blue to their phones or home computers or whatever the fuck you're listening on. So on to the next tune, shall we? Um, this is takes us to Paris, France. Yes, people, we cannot do a proper love show without France and the French and Paris and all that good shit. So... I think on the first episode I used ESP off, but uh, today I'm going to give you Zaz with her 2010 release of Les Passants, or The Passersby. Stick around, this is Open Air Sonar. Les passants, passants, je passe mon temps à les regarder penser Leurs pas pressés dans leur corps lésé Leur passé se dévoile dans les pas sans se soucier Que suspicieuse à la vue, je perçois le jeu de pan Leur visage comme des masques me fait l'effet répugnant Que faire semblant, c'est dans l'air du temps Passe, passe, passera, la dernière restera Passe, passe, passera, la dernière restera Enfin, en effet, que de fait, le fait est que l'effet se reflète à sa capacité de prendre le fait tel qu'il est Sans se référer à un système de pensée dans sa tête Dansant déjà, c'était l'été hier encore Le temps me surprend, semble s'accélérer Les chiffres de mon âge Passera, la dernière restera Passe, passe, passera, la dernière restera Charaya Inexorablement Par les temps je cours à l'écran 
2010 cut of La Présence, or The Passers-By. Um, you know, the song speaks to her love of her town and, of course, all the different, you know, in Paris and all the different walks of life and how she likes to stay outside and watch the people go by. Um, it's reflected in her lyrics when she says, Voices free and exposes themselves in the showcase of the world in motion. Bodies dancing in sync, gliding, shaking, merging, and uncontrollably attracting one another. These days I run toward expression. Every emotion I feel makes me want to express what is left unsaid and justice be done in our poor sleeping lives. All right. So that was good. Thank you, Zaz. You know, I mean, that's cool. So she loves her town and she loves doing what she does in her way of life, which is we support that here at Open Air Sonar. So that one was on the light side. And so now it's time to go dark, people. This is Guns N' Roses with Used to Love Her from their 1989 release, Lies. Stick around, people. Two songs left. Let's get her done. Okay. Bitching, fussing, cussing.
So that was Used to Love Her from the Guns N' Roses 89 release, GNR Lies. So that song, you know, I think it pretty much speaks to itself and, you know, pretty pretty much gives you the basic idea of what's going on here. So I'm going to go ahead and speak about the physical media. So if you are interested in collecting this album, be very, very careful because sometimes people just want this one for the cover. It has, it's got to have the original hype sticker. It's got to be the uncensored first press, first state. And sometimes the records don't match. Someone will buy a repress and throw it in that thing. So be careful when buying one of those. So you got to make sure that the record itself is under 100 grams, you know, and the serial numbers match for the, in the dead wax, and you're good to go. So if you are interested in digging up one of these, let me know. I will help you make the best purchase on one of these bad boys so it's a very rare album and it's it's very cool to have in your collection and i will post a picture of it on the six degrees of a belly dancer uh, facebook page so you can get an in-depth look to see what this bad boy looks like and if you're interested in collecting something like this so um all right let's move on to our next song here this is the 1992 release of 99 to life from Social Distortion, and you are listening to Open Air Sonar.
99 to Life from Social Distortion from their 1992 release, Somewhere Between Heaven and Hell. So this song harkens me back to, you know, the Johnny Cash tune, uh, Cocaine Blues, where Cash shoots down his girl, you know, because uh, he thought he was her daddy, but she had five more. And, uh, you know, dude seems to lose it on his girl with a blade, which is, damn, Heshers, man, those guys are, those guys are pretty harsh. So I guess we have a classic case of infatuation disguised as love, but, oh, what the hell, you know, what the hell, you know, you're going to do, but um, maybe, you know, some serious narcissism wrapped up in this tune, I don't know, you be the judge, but uh, I actually kind of like it, you know, it's catchy, it's bumpy, it's, you know, it's good, I like it, but, um, and on to, you know, one of our last songs of the show, this, this will bring us a little sadness with maybe some brighter days ahead. This is Tower of Power with their 73 cut of So Very Hard to Go. We're almost there, people. This is Open Air Sonar. Ain't nothing I can say, nothing I can do. I feel so bad, yeah. I feel so blue. I got to make it right for everyone concerned. Even if it's me, if it means it's me, what's getting back? Cause I could I can't blame you 
1973 cut of So Very Hard to Go by Tower of Power, uh, released as a single from their uh, eponymous third album. Uh, this tune is pretty much known as what's called a torch song. So, you know, a sentimental love song typically only in which the singer laments an un- unrequited or lost love, either where one party is obviously the existence of the other, where one party has moved on, or where a romantic affair has affected the relationship. The term comes from the saying, to carry a torch for somebody, or to keep a flame and a light in the unacquainted love. It was uh, first used by the cabaret singer Tommy Lyman in the praise of My Melancholy Baby, so there's that. Always some useful information to know. Really? No. But anyway, all right, people, what are we going to take home from this? You know, uh, that there's this constant struggle between love and hate, and then a third villain uh, to the battle, Obsession, uh, with un- which unfortunately disguises itself in, you know, obs- infatuation. And it's just, it's crazy. But luckily, you know, I was fortunate enough to make it out to California and find that person who was made just for me and vice versa. So um, it's better than, you know, than all the wealth in the world. So, and I, I quote, you know, just... If you find it, keep it, cherish it, be a nice guy, don't be a dick. And vice versa to you too, ladies, be be good to us guys. So I guess on that note, I'm going to leave you with a quote from one of my favorite DJs, the ladies man. He said, take that someone home, turn down the lights, pour a drink, get into something more comfortable, relax, and do it in the butt. Uh, 
This is Tony with Open Air Sonar. You guys take care of yourself. Enjoy the last song, and we'll see you again real soon. Adios. Love is all you need. Love is all you need. Love is all you need.